guys, you're listening to Unsexy America. I'm your host, SC, and this week we have someone I'm really excited about. Um, her name is Devin Moretti, and we are going to be talking about body positivity, how to look good, feel good, and all things related to that. You want to introduce yourself, Devin? Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. So how did you, I know I read that you are a model, you're a personal trainer, I mean, you're super gorgeous. How did you get into the whole personal training aspect? What is that? So I had always dabbled into the fitness industry, or I mean, into fitness and nutrition in general. I was really passionate about just, you know, doing these things to take care of myself, although it didn't start that way. It was starting because I felt compelled to look a certain way. Um, and when I went to college, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And so I decided to take a semester off and get my personal training certification because that was one thing that I knew I would enjoy and become, and I was passionate about it already. And it kind of just led from there. I got my certification, started working at a gym and my business blew up and took off and I just decided to stay there. I never actually went back to school, just became an entrepreneur. You know, I started out as a regular trainer in the gym and then transitioned everything online. Um, And because I, you know, started getting really into fitness and nutrition for the wrong reasons, I eventually came to this place of learning to do it for the right reasons and doing it to take care of yourself and feel more confident in your body. Um, And in that process, I kind of took a twist on my business. And while I still focus a lot on fitness and nutrition, I focus more so on body positivity and body acceptance and self-love and self-care because I had realized coaching women and training women that it was something that not only I struggled with, but so many other women struggle with. Um, It's just like their body image and working out because they feel compelled to look a certain way because they think that hustling for their worth and like looking a certain way is somehow going to give them more love, more acceptance and more, um, just a sense of belonging. Yeah. That was something, um, that I noticed on your website was, you know, you kind of, you kind of seem to not be the typical personal trainer. Yeah. You know, I'm personally kind of scared of you guys because it's like, I don't want to be told not to eat certain things yeah. and I don't feel like the the pressure, man. So how was it um, being a personal trainer? I feel like it's kind of a male-dominated industry. Do you think that or no? Um, I, I feel like it was before, but I don't feel like it is nearly as much anymore. And especially in the online space, I feel like there is um, more women trainers cool. and like more people want to work with women, I find. And I find that, like, honestly, like, a lot of men prefer to work with um, a woman trainer. Ah, do you think it's because they um, are like, hey, this girl's hot and she's in shape and they want to work with I feel like, yes, sometimes, but I also feel like maybe they just feel like they can connect with them sometimes more. It really depends. Cool. So what would you recommend for someone who's considering getting a personal trainer? What would you recommend uh, to look for? Um, I will say that I think it's really important to work with the trainer who, in my experience, I think it's better to work with a trainer who's not like a drill sergeant and like think they're being motivated, motivating by saying like, you can do this, like come on. And like, 
you can't eat that and they're just like also really hard on you when you're not doing a good job but to work with somebody who's really compassionate and understanding and takes the time to understand your pain and helps you work through it and listens to you and doesn't castigate you for slip-ups and instead helps you understand why you made those slip-ups um, and then helps you proceed moving forward so that you don't ha- don't do it again. Um, Another thing is like, I think it's really beneficial to talk to people that your trainer has worked with and like looking at their testimonials and just getting a clear understanding. Every personal trainer has different things to offer and there are, and they're all doing different things. Like my whole thing is creating a healthier relationship with food and helping you have a a healthier mindset with your body. Whereas other trainers are like, you know, focused on getting you ready for a competition. And if that isn't the realm that you want to go into, like that's obviously not the trainer for you. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Important to figure out if their methods align with where you want to be. Yeah. That makes total sense. It's kind of like when you go to a a hairdresser, you know, you want to, if you're a blonde, you want to find someone who's really good with blondes. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you said something, something you said was really interesting. You said that you at first got into it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. What are wrong reasons? I got into fitness, like working out and eating right for the wrong reasons. As in, I got into it because it was like, I need to do this thing so that I can change my body. Because if I change my body, I'm going to be more beautiful. I'm going to be more worthy. I'm going to be more accepted. I'm going to be more successful. And it was just me constantly, you know, following these diets and perpetually ending up in the same spot because I was constantly following things that I couldn't adhere to because one, they're impossible to maintain. And two, I hated doing them because it kept me from living my life. Like I couldn't go out with my friends. I couldn't eat my favorite food and I would just always end up gaining the weight all back. And then falling back into the same cycle of, okay, I got to find the fastest way to lose fat so I can finally feel worthy. And I eventually reached 100 pounds and I still had no confidence whatsoever. And I felt even more miserable than I already did. And I think coming to that place was really eye-opening for me because it was like, okay, there's something a little deeper deeper here because I've now achieved this look that I like so desperately wanted and I still don't feel confident. I'm miserable and I don't feel like I'm worthy. And I, you know, then really dove into what, you know, body where like confidence truly comes from and I think people have this misrepresentation I can't stop can't talk (laughs) misrepresentation that um body confidence and self-love and all of those things come from looking a certain way and like your external appearance when really the truth is confidence is all from where it comes from internally that's awesome that you said that. Way to go. You know, because it's it's so great, I think, to hear someone say that because, like, you're absolutely beautiful. And you, I mean, and a lot of people see these girls, I think, on Instagram and Facebook and whatever else, wherever else they see them. And they think, you know, that girl's never been through anything. You know, she probably just looks that way naturally. And so it's really cool of you to actually kind of own that. Um, yeah. that. Yeah, of course. And um, another thing is like, I do think that people are like, well, people have this idea that because somebody is lean that they are automatically confident, which is not the case because I've worked with plenty of women and even myself who is like relatively lean. Um, 
and and girls who like people look at and they're like I want her body and when you meet them they're very like they struggle a lot with a lot of insecurities and their body image and they have no confidence whatsoever and I think understanding that and putting it in that outlook can really open up your eyes and then I've seen people who quote unquote like don't have the bodies that people want and they have like a tremendous amount of confidence and just like completely love themselves and I think that itself is truly eye-opening mm-hmm. yeah that's that's totally how I used to be like I remember I was super I was like a twig but a twig with boobs mm-hmm. and Same. I used to I used to eat bread because I thought it would make my butt bigger. Like I would eat a ridiculous amount of bread. (laughs) I know. When I was in high school, I was so small. I was 100 pounds. I had really big boobs and no butt whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone just like would, everyone would like pick on me. Like Devin is so small and she has these gigantic tits. (laughs) That's amazing. So what would you recommend for um, girls listening to this? Like what are some basic everyday things that you can do just to kind of start accepting your body the way it is and just love yourself? Mm -hmm. The first thing I think is really helpful is objectivity. So I think that people, you know, I've done this before, is they look into the mirror and they see cellulite and they're like, ew, cellulite, I'm so disgusting, I need to get rid of this, blah, 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 blah. Um, And they tie the cellulite to their worth. So instead of looking in the mirror and tying it to a story that, you know, basically claims that you're not worthy enough because you have cellulite, to objectify and just say, "Mm, cellulite, mm, a little bit of extra fat, mm, I have a breakout, instead of going down this self-sabotaging spiral, because essentially all it is, is cellulite. It doesn't have to have a negative connotation attached with it. And so... I think that itself is really helpful because you can accept it for what it is. You can accept that there's cellulite on your body without thinking that because there's cellulite on your body, you're not worthy. Because, yes. And again, like also normalizing these things is another thing which plays into it. Normalizing the fact that everybody has cellulite. It doesn't matter how cellulite or stretch marks, whatever blemish, you know, quote unquote blemish it is. Everybody has these things and they're natural things that our body creates and we attach like negativity to normalcy. And I think it's really important to just normalize these things and accept them for what they are and know that it just makes you human. It's not your flaw because you have a quote unquote flaw. And the reason we think that these things also like deconstructing it, the reason we think that these things are making us unworthy or not attractive is because we're constantly bombarded with images and messages in the media of you need to get rid of your cellulite or how to get abs and blah, blah, blah days, how to keep your stomach lean. You need to buy this cream to get rid of your cellulite. And so when you see all these messages, it's like, oh, wow, I should probably get rid of these things so that I'm beautiful. And I think taking a step back and realizing these companies are literally making me feel insecure in my body because they're going to profit from my pain. Oh, to make money off of it. Yeah, you are totally right with that. (laughs) <laughs> That's very well said. You're quite the um, you're quite the female empowerment speaker. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. So, what are your personal goals? Like, what are things that you aspire to do? I would say in like the next three years. I am actually working on a course right now. Um, I just released I released a free guide, and it's called "Sex with the Lights On." And I released it because I wanted to 
you know, I was like kind of in a rut with my business of I wanted to talk about something more than fitness. And I didn't know exactly. And I I really enjoy talking about sex with my clients. And so I decided to just release this guide to help people because to help women um, more so because every woman that I worked with struggles feeling confident in the bedroom. And so I'm like, this is going to be perfect. I feel like this is going to help a lot of people. So I just came out with this guide for completely free called Sex with the Lights On. And I just like dive into ways to feel more confident in the bedroom. And it blew up. I had no expectation of that happening. I was just like, I'm going to come up with this free thing and help people for free. Um, And it was just something I really enjoyed writing about. So I had no problem doing so. And I released it. It blew up. And after the email sequence, because it's like you download the guide and then there's like an eight email sequence with other tips involved. And people are like, well, are you going to send out more emails? Are you going to come out with a course? Are you going to coach people on this? And I'm like, "Uh, oh, I was not expecting this. So I think working in in 2019, my plan is to come out with a course called Sex with the Lights On. Um, It'll be a self-guided course, but really, and I plan on interviewing some people inside the course as well and just talking about uh, sexual empowerment. Awesome. So where can we find that actually? Um, You can go to devondaymoretti.com slash sex with the lights on and you can download the guide completely free. That's awesome, girl. That's amazing. Thank you. You know, and I think that that definitely ties in with confidence and your body because it's kind of like, you know, it's almost like when you get into a relationship and people start gaining weight, it's almost because, you know, you're having like regular sex. And so it's kind of, well, in my opinion, it's like you found someone that likes your body the way it is. Mm -hmm. So you start to feel okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Awesome. So are you dating anyone? Um, I'm not. I'm actually going through a breakup. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Oh. Um, but, yeah, no, honestly, with the sex with the lights on and everything, I just think it's really important for women to learn how to feel confident in their bodies, obviously for themselves, but I think that people tend to want to look a certain way so that they can wear bikinis and have sex, the sex that they dream of, but they can't get there if they're not confident in their body, which is why it's really important to work on your self-image. And like it all ties into so many things. Like the reason so many of us seek validation or feel like we need to live up to a certain standard is because we aren't confident with ourselves. And that's like something that I'm just like super passionate about helping women with. And fitness and nutrition definitely factor into that because these things make you feel good in your body. But it's also distinguishing the difference between they make you feel good in your body and you're taking care of your body by doing these things, but changing your body with these things isn't like the thing that's going to bring you confidence. Awesome. So for 2019, we can look forward to that course. Yeah. What else are you working on? What'd you say? I said, what else are you working on for 2019? I honestly just would really like to do a lot of writing I honestly used to despise writing um, because of the way the school systems teach it. (laughs) And it's been something that I've been super passionate about within the last year. And so I'm constantly trying to hone in on that and really improve it. And so I just would like to just write more. And so like coming out with this course will involve a ton of writing. I'm going to write more articles on my website and just kind of dive into that. And I I honestly really would love to go to improv. (laughs) 
Oh, wow. So improv just so you can um, do more writing or to meet people? To meet people and just to become a better speaker, just because, you know, you're putting yourself out there and like putting on, you know, coming up with things right at the top of your head. Um, and I've been to a couple events this year and everybody who told me like how they became a better public speaker is through improv and how it was just like a completely life altering experience in terms of, you know, better developing your public speaking skills. And so I'm like, you know what, I'm all for it. And I'm kind of nervous about it because I, I get really nervous when I do public speaking, um, and being put in a position where you had to think of things on the top of your head. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. Like, what's, well, what's going to happen? Here. Literally nothing. I get embarrassed, and that's fine. <laughs> well, you're doing great here. Yeah, that's definitely something. You know, when I started this podcast, this is only like episode five or six now. Mm-hmm. But the first episode, I was like, oh, my God. I say um so many times. I say so, so many times. And you don't realize these yeah. things. Until you until you listen to yourself, you're like, oh, I should probably not say that. Right. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I, that's awesome. I became more aware of that, too, when I was on a couple of podcasts. I was like, hmm, I use a lot of filler words. And so one thing that was really helpful for me is just trying to take a pause if I felt like I lost my train of thought instead of, um, <laughs> and when you pause... It gives you more authority. True. (laughs) Okay, so you're also, um, in addition to being a personal trainer, you are also a coach. Is that the same thing as a personal trainer? Yeah, I mean, it's essentially, I call myself a coach instead of a personal trainer just because I feel like a personal trainer devalues what I I actually do. Um, And I am, I embody so much more than a personal trainer. It's not like, here, like, this is your workout and then this this is what you need to do. Not to say that personal trainers aren't important and what their their work is important because they are incredibly important, but I do so much more than what a personal trainer does. Um, and I like to consider myself a coach because I'm essentially coaching women on how to live a more empowered life. So what would you say are the top three things a woman could do to live a more empowered life? If you had to sum it up into three bullet points, what would you say those are? Hmm, okay, that's a really great question. I would say to live a more empowered life or at least to feel more empowered in yourself is one to stop seeking external validation and seeking internal validation. So really questioning like, am I doing this for me? Or am I doing this because I feel like I'll be more accepted by somebody else and really operating from a place of self-acceptance instead? Because one, you'll just live a more fulfilling life if you start showing up doing the things that you want to do instead of doing what you feel like you have to do because of society or because you want to just please somebody else. The second thing would be doing things that make you feel empowered. So for me personally, I love dancing and it's, and I'm not a good dancer by any means. I don't even know how to dance, but just turning on my music, like when I'm in a funk or when I just like need a five minute break from work, it's like putting on my music and just like dancing. And I just think dancing is such a wonderful way to one, connect with yourself, connect with your body, take your mind off things and just be really playful because I think when we become adults, we kind of lose our inner child. And I think it's really important to channel our inner child and just fucking have fun so you know um 
really just doing things that make you feel good and bring you back to center and being playful and not taking things so seriously. And then the third thing would be to start speaking kindly to yourself and being more self-compassionate because I think that we are really, really hard on ourselves and life is already really hard and we're not making it any easier by being hard on ourselves. I love that. Those are really great bullet points. (laughs) Those are awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, It's been amazing. I definitely think you are... You know, you, you just seem like an all-around great person. You definitely seem kind of like a, a girl's girl. And you're a huge inspiration for other women to look up to and look at. Um, you're totally down to earth. So thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. And I appreciate all of it. Yeah, of course. And so where can people find you to connect with you? Um, the best place to find me is honestly on Instagram. That's where I'm the most active. And it's Devin Day Moretti. Um, and then in my profile on Instagram, I have my website and then I have the link to sex with the lights on. Perfect. Everything awesome. is literally all Devin Damoretti. So it's pretty easy yeah. to find me. It's all across the board, Devin Damoretti. Yeah, well, really so creative. <laughs>